My name is Milian Mori and welcome to our podcast Warrior Family. We are a family of successful entrepreneurs, visioners, hustlers and leaders. We are compassionate, loving, fearless and determined. We fight for love, profits and a better world. And this podcast was made for future leaders, entrepreneurs, world changers and families all over the world. We gained our wealth by running one of the best network marketing companies in Europe and successfully coaching and speaking empire. Our stories, tips will show you that everything is possible. And this podcast includes all the best sales, marketing, relationship, personal growth, and health advice you can get and interviews with the most successful people in the world. Our motto is, my business is not my family. My family is my business. And we are here to show you how to have it all. So let's see how to create a new imprint. First, select a result is the most important step in the entire process. The result should be carefully chosen and framed. An important thing to keep in mind how our subconscious saves imprints. For instance, thinking I am not a couch potato may sound appropriate, but when you think about it, you imagine yourself laying on a couch. However, thinking in terms of I complete a five-mile run every day may help to a greater degree as it creates more active, effective and positive picture in your mind. Make your result more specific and divide it into different pieces. For example, making a result of I'm healthy includes many departments such as diet, exercise, sleep and relaxation, etc. However, making a result of I daily ride my bicycle for four miles is more specific towards exercise. Having made the different specific results, one must concentrate on each result separately. The other results will come along one by one. Having made a result in mind, grab a paper or a clipboard and write your results as a simple statement. Try to use present forms or of tense rather than past or future. Start your results with like I have or I am. Another important point is to use the active forms of verbs rather than passive ones. For example, I write, I eat would be more appropriate. A positive result ca- could be exemplified as I am a good student and I study daily for two hours. Now, having written a statement, try to make a visual image of it in your mind. Try to experience or feel how you look when you look at that image. Does it make you happy? If yes, then try making that image more and more clear and specific in your mind. As has already been discussed, the imprint that we make is only valid if associated with a certain emotion. Affirmative modeling is influenced to a greater deal by the emotional value or summation that an imprint bears in itself. Second, giving the result high relevance every day. Having formed the emotion, the next step is to give it to particular relevance. For that, a person has to find a time when he can relax and it's free of distractions. Then make a valid attempt to repicture the image in your mind and try to feel it, try to taste it, try to live it. 
In order to focus on an emotion, one should try to pen it down as frequently as possible or at least 20 times a day. The process shouldn't be rushed through, rather taking time, writing it down once, taking a pause to focus on the written idea and then writing it down again until, until the exercise is complete helps to focus on the result a great deal. Third, enabling the result processed thus far. After several days of work on the new imprint, it gains a higher rank in your self-image. Our subconscious now acts as a communicator and links this self-image to the environment. The response that we await may not be big or totally obvious, but the environment force gives us a response. Once obtained, the response has to be acted upon and made full use of. Not only will this instill a new self-confidence to our own selves, but it will also make way for more positive imprints, more positive ideas and avenues. The ability to make use of the subconscious and realizing it's important is very important. Often in our lives we are limited by our own negative self-image. And there is often that unseen barrier between us and our success. The ability to overcome those barriers, make new imprints and summate them into a self-image that is more positive and vibrant, makes the use of affirmative modeling. Affirmative modeling is not too time-consuming. It is a simple method of a few exercises repeatedly properly over the course of few days or months and then building on that exercise to achieve any desired result or goal. Why people resist change? One of the major concerns for us who want to bring about any innovation or change in community, society, institutional settings or business is the resistance that we have to face in order to persuade the people to accept change. It is not that all of us resist change because we are of the view that there is no room for new and innovative ideas. But surveys done all over the world have shown that we can be categorized into three classes according to the way we perceive change. So the first <laughs> class or category is people who resist change and avoid any factor or situation that is associated with any change. These are the type of people who want to remain stable by following a set pattern of rules and regulations and are unwilling to accept anything that may create ripples in their steady life. The second category involves people who are always willing to accept change and are in search of novel experience all the time. <laughs> they actually jump at any opportunity that offers new experiences irrespective of what the consequences and are not afraid even of letting change affect their steady lives. These people accept change with a big hit and have also been found to persuade others to let innovation enlighten their new lives. The third category involves people who are of the view that change is necessary for maintaining interest in our everyday work but are afraid of taking any initiative or accepting novel ideas and experiences. 
These people are often found pleading for change and seem quite enthusiastic about introducing new thoughts in different aspects of life, but when the real time comes and they are faced with a situation in which they have to choose between innovative and traditional ideas, they ruthlessly reje reject change as if they belong to the first category. The resist behind is that they lack the decision power and must be kept motivated at all times. People who resist change also sabotage aims of those people who want to achieve something in their lives. Reasons why we resist change. First reason is fear of the unknown. This is one of the major and most common reasons that we resist change. One requires serious motivation in order to overcome this fear. Most of the times we are afraid of adapting and accepting things that the results and even consequences which are not known. We cannot afford to enter into a situation of uncertainty, unwilling to risk our future and careers for something novel. Even if we feel that adopting the that new idea may lead us to improvement of our career, future and even our lives, we still do not go for the novelty just on the basis of our gut feeling. We require solid evidences. If we bring some change in our life or business, it will open up new and beneficial avenues. We will move towards adopting change only if we have seen people <laughs> accelerating on the basis of this change and we will be resistant to take any new initiative on our own. So the second reason is connected to the old way of doing things. Another reason that provokes us to resist change is that we are emotionally attached to the old and the traditional ways of doing work. We consider our traditional practices and procedures, our cultural heritage, and we are reluctant to let any novel idea take place of old methods. We feel that replacing the usual methods of doing tasks is a disgrace to the people who established those methods in the past and tend to reject change no matter how rational it may seem. The third reason is not realizing the need for change. For change to occur, it is necessary that we understand and admit that change is essential, actually. To ensure that change is successful and fruitful, we must accept it with an open heart. We must be educated that it is in our favor to bring about change in the methodol methodology for successful future. As long as we do not realize that change is necessary, change will be useless. This is true in all aspects of life. Asking a student to change his behavior and routine for the sake of his studies is useless if the student himself does not realize that this change is for his own good. Bringing about a change in, uh, in law is a burden for the community unless the people feel that it will ensure them better security. Changing organization and business rules does not work if workers and the market or a company people are not comfortable with the new environment. So it is important that we realize the need for change. The fourth reason is lack of competence. Changing the working environment requires an 
appropriate change in the skills of people who have, who have to work under the change conditions. And this is not easy. People who have been working in the same manner and following the same set of rules for years will find it difficult to adjust to new environment unless they bring about a change in their skills. However, acquiring new skills for coping with the new ideas is the most difficult task, especially for the relatively old people, and this leads to a tendency among people to reject any novel plan. So any new idea is slightly to be rejected by the people if, if they lack the competence to cope with it. The fifth reason is changes in routines. Most of the people pass their entire life according to a set routine and they do not like when any factor interferes with their routine. They stick to their routine no matter what happens in the world. So another reason that causes people to resist change is that change demands a change in routine of everyday life. This is not easy. They resist anything that demands them to act and to perform differently. They feel secure in following their routine and accepting anything that is not a part of their normal routine hounds them and make them feel like insecure. So it is obvious that such people will resist change, isn't it? The sixth reason is uh, lack of trust. If we want accept change, it is necessary to instigate a sense of self-belief and trust in us that we are competent and confident enough to manage change and cope with the new circumstances. We must have a firm belief that if some idea, some new idea is introduced, we are competent enough to go along with it and we can handle the new demands. If we are in a situation of uncertainty that we don't have what it takes to adapt the, to new conditions and perform well under new circumstances, we tend to reject change and this leads to a static state which is always unhealthy. The seventh reason why we don't change is quest for change is a temporary craze. Most of the people who try to do things out of the way and think out of the box are considered a little bit crazy and society thinks that such quest for change is just a temporary rush of adrenaline and nothing good can be expected from such quest in the long run. This belief makes them mock at any movement that occurs in favor of the change and in most of the cases, these people are found standing as hurdle in a way of positive change. They resist change and also demoralize other people who are willing to accept change. If you are enjoying interviews so far, make sure to follow me on other social media. You will find me on YouTube and Facebook as Million Mori Warrior Family, on Instagram as Smilion Mori and on LinkedIn and Twitter as Smilian Mori, S-M-I-L-J-A-N-M-O-R-I. The eighth reason why we don't change is lack of community involvement and consultation. This is the hard one. If people are not consulted before arriving at some conclusions or decisions, they tend to oppose it. This is something very natural and yet. They want to be taken into confidence before taking some important decision. The same applies for change as well. 
people resist change if they feel that they were not consulted properly and their opinion was not taken before making a decision for change implementation. They feel neglected and in such a situation they do not accept change even if they believe that the proposed idea is fruitful and should be supported. They want to be made a part of that change and if they feel that it is being imposed on them, they will reject it. So the ninth reason why people don't change is that change leads to increased stress and decreased productivity at the start. After years and years of hard work, you know, people finally get into a routine where they have maximum productivity and efficiency and minimum stress related to work. Every aspect in their life is in a comfortable zone and they begin to enjoy their, their work. You know, this is very uh, danger when people say, I enjoy my work. But suddenly, if a novel idea is floated that possess a threat to their comfortable state, they oppose it. To them, introduction of change means that all those years of hard work, they have been lost and they, they have to take a new start. They will have to go through all those procedures once again that they faced years ago. They will have to exert themselves once again to achieve the state of increased efficiency with minimum input. This is one of the biggest reasons that people of working age group do not welcome change. The tenth reason is accepting change means accepting previous concepts were wrong. Oh, this is the hard one. It is a general concept among people that new ideas and ways of doing things are put forward only when it has been established that the older ones are wrong and are good no more. As a result, people who have followed the older concept throughout their lives and have stuck to their traditional views find it difficult to accept that times have changed and that it is the need of the hour that modern concepts may be introduced. They feel that by accepting new ideas, they are accepting that the previous ones were totally wrong and that they have passed their whole lives following the wrong path. The eleventh reason why people resist change is that change can lead people into a difficult situation. One of the reasons people resist change is their fear of getting into a difficult situation that they will feel they might be unable to handle. Of course, following anything new that the person has no previous experience and exposure has its own pros and cons. Change does not necessarily have a positive impact and it may not always ensure success. On many occasions, change can lead you into a dreadful situation where you have no way to go. You have left the previous path that was working for you, but you rejected it in your desire for something new and that change is proving to be of little value. This fear makes people unwilling to accept change. The twelfth reason why we don't change is change offers lesser reward but greater trouble. It has been found that people are afraid of accepting change because they believe that the trouble caused by change outweighs the rewards that it offers. They measure the pros and cons of the situation and when they arrive at the conclusion that there is every chance of 
change not working for them positively or that the desired effects of accepting that change will not be evident immediately, then they resist change. People want that whatever they do, they get its reward in a short time. So they are unwilling to put their current stable situation to any risk for the sake of trying something new that has no evidence of being beneficial. The third reason why people resist change is that change can damage their current status. When people fear that as a result of accepting change, they may be in a worse situation at the end, they resist it and end up opposing it. They want assurance that they will be well off at the end of the day as a result of accepting change, but it is a fact that no one can guarantee. Change can go either way, so in the fear of losing their current uh, well of status, they are reluctant to be a part of change. Even if they are in a favor of novelty and want to support it, their fear does not allow them to come out of their shells and these people end up opposing change. Warrior Productivity Strategies is a free ebook you can download at www.warriorfamily.com. It will help you be productive, focused and motivated. You will achieve great success in a short amount of time. And the 14th uh, reason why we don't change is change demands more effort and input. No doubt introduction of change means more effort will be required to get everything streamlined as before and this haunts people the most. The people affected most are those who have to put the new ideas into test to assess whether the innovation is working as expected or not. They have to collect all the statistics right from the start once again and this means loads of work. This leaves such people no choice and they are inclined towards opposing the idea of change and pleading that the current system is better than the newly proposed plans. The fear of increased workload makes people resist change. The 15th reason why we don't change and why we resist change is sometimes change really hurts. Not in every case the resistance to change is just for the sake of personal gains. Sometimes people resist change because it really hurts them. Sometimes change really destroys them. It hurts their emotions, it hurts their autonomy, careers and their place in society. For example, in political fields, changing a rule or passing a new law can make people lose their respectable place in society. In business, business settings, Introducing new ways of doing work can make the role of a bunch of people less important as it was before. Thus change instigates a sense of rejection in them and they resist change and try their best that change does not happen. The 16 reasons why we don't change and why we resist change is effects of change are widespread. Whenever change is introduced it affects a large number of people and processes. Implementing change does not mean that these new criteria apply only to that particular department, group or people or aspects of life. But let's consider an, an example of a student who wants to achieve better grades than last year. This does not only mean that he will have to study more. It means that he will have to amend his whole routine. 
Similarly, if a worker wants to improve his status in the eyes of his employee, he will have to bring a change in his whole lifestyle. Moreover, introducing change in one department always affects other departments who did not need any change in the first place and were quite happy with the way things were going for them. And this invites oppositions, an opposition of people who were not meant to be involved but are affected indirectly. The seventeenth uh, reason why we don't change and why we resist change is fear of failure. Last but not the least, change creates a situation of uncertainty. It creates a fear of failure among people. Change requires a lot of determination and hard work from people who are involved in introducing it. The effects of change do not appear immediately. In fact, it may appear on point or the other that the whole idea is a sheer waste of time. Some people may start feeling that they have entered into crap. They may feel demoralized. When people who have such bad past experience are asked to help in implementing and provoking people to accept change, they become your biggest hurl in a way of change and even demoralize others who were in favor of your ideas. So now we know why change is really, really hard. Nevertheless, we need to realize that we live in the world of constant changes, thus we have to find the way to face them. If you want to become successful, grab every chance that offers the new experience, regardless the consequences. Eliminate your fears and let changes change your life. Accept them enthusiastically and I promise you, your life will change forever. Resources from this interview are available online. Visit www.warriorfamily.com and download the free book Lessons from Millionaires with all the resources mentioned in the interview. If you want to be a warrior who has it all, visit www.warriorfamily.com and download my ebooks for free. Learn all about warrior productivity, habits, mindset, marketing and sales strategies confidence boosters and many other things. I promise that you won't be disappointed. More valuable content is waiting for you on my social media profiles. Instagram, Smillion Mori, YouTube and Facebook, Smillion Mori, Warrior Family, Twitter, Smillion Mori, and LinkedIn, Smillion Mori.